we are in a minute going to uh, cross to see what the situation is like in Daegu. But for now, let's hear how people in Seoul have been impacted by the spread of COVID-19. My name is Robin, and I am a sophomore at a medical school located in Seoul. The biggest impact this ongoing outbreak of the coronavirus disease had on my life is that all school classes have been postponed until the second week of March. Considering the tight schedule a medical school mostly has, this was a pretty big decision by the school authorities to make. Especially, our school had already begun the first semester of the year in the beginning of February. So, this abrupt hiatus in the school curriculum is currently causing a lot of confusion among the students. But as frustrating as it is, I believe this type of seclusive lifestyle is necessary for a certain period of time since the current status of the epidemic is quite severe. I'm Yun Sang-bae, 30 years old. Now I am a Chujun-sang who is struggling to get the job here in Korea. Today, the virus called Corona-19 is so widespread, making everything uncertain. Most of the companies are postponing their schedule for recruiting. And what worries me the most is that we really don't know when the situation is going to be settled an interview are going to be scheduled. But this is also understandable because just looking at the streets, there are few people outside. So I'm guessing lots of stores and companies cannot get enough income to manage their business, which goes up to reducing recruiting number for junior levels. Hi, I'm a 23-year-old musician living in Seoul right now. The other day I went to the pharmacy to cop a mask and the mask just came in. I saw the boxes and everything. So the lady said it would be nice enough to sell me one. And I was like, what? I'm like, can I buy two? And she's like, no, I'm being nice. I'll sell you just one. I am a musician, but I'm just starting out. So most of my income comes through English tutoring. And I'm teaching four families right now. But then I just got texts from all four that they would all be canceling until next week or until the coronavirus is over. So yeah, I'm kind of in a jam right now. So I was actually looking up short-term jobs, but then there's not decent jobs right now at this point of time because people aren't spending money or going outside. So yeah, I just hope everything finishes up and I'm going to go look for a job or what to sell. Yeah, the, the economic impact at the micro level, I, I think, is particularly interesting in hearing those individual stories. If anyone else would like to get in touch with us and, and share how this outbreak is affecting you or, or any questions you might have, we've got so many experts and analysts lined up today. We can pose your questions to them as well. Pound 1013 for 51 per message. Let's um, connect with an expat now in Daegu, the city that's been hit the hardest. And, and I think no matter how stoic you might be about all this, no matter how resistant you are to panic, if I was to, uh, say, meet up with you for a coffee and casually drop into the conversation that I'd just returned from Daegu, you might uh, pause for thought at the very least. BJ Trowbridge is originally from Canada and he's currently in Daegu. Thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be uh, a part of your show, and and uh, I I hope that uh, I can provide some some first hand experience uh, to you and your listeners. Well, can you first give us an idea of your daily life right now? <laughs> uh, daily life is pretty much uh, 
holed up in my apartment, to be quite honest. Uh, I'm married to a Korean. I have two children. Uh, so our lives, uh, my wife and I are both educators. Uh, she's a middle school teacher. I'm a university professor. And my kids are at school. Nothing's going on. So we're, we're just at home. Uh, we're playing lots of board games. We're uh, doing art stuff and, and all sorts of things to keep ourselves busy. But really, uh, going outside even to the playground at our apartment is, is almost zero. And, you know, we used to do that every day. Uh, now, now the kids are like, can we go to the playground? The answer is always no. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is making, it is making life, uh, a, a little bit, uh, different. But I think for me, and again, all of the information that I can tell you is is uh, subjective. So what I can tell you is only for for myself. But we don't feel uh, our family, particularly, we are taking care and caution and being aware. But I don't think we're panicking in that sense. Um, and so that's that's kind of kept things a little bit more even keeled than perhaps others who are feeling a little bit more of the stress of the situation. Right. I mean, we and the fact that you're both in the education sector, you and your wife is is means that you've obviously been affected by that, like people throughout the country's education sector. Um, that's correct. If you had, for example, a a retail store that you had to either decide to open or close or, or other kind of situations. I mean, again, that doesn't matter where you are in the country. They are being affected. I'm curious, actually, if you imagine you were in Seoul right now, do you think you'd be doing much the same or do you think you'd be behaving very differently? Because there's lots of people in Seoul who are doing exactly what you're doing there in Daegu, basically keeping themselves and their kids at home as much as possible. Um. I don't know offhand what the specific numbers are in terms of um, uh, virus, uh, people who have the virus. Well, it was 77 before this morning's update in Seoul. 77, okay. So compared to what we have in Daegu right now, we're at about 2,900. So 2,900 are confirmed compared to 77 in Seoul. I mean, I could understand wanting to take care uh, and by all means, you should do so. But at the same time, um, you know, I don't think going out of your apartment across the street to get some food or get out and get some fresh air with a mask on is necessarily going to be uh, to be an issue. I mean, I've done that myself here, and I feel perfectly okay going outside with my mask and going across the street to the little mart to pick up a few odds and ends that we need. So we're not completely isolated. How I would do that in in uh, in Seoul, I would probably be doing much the same thing, or at least being more aware of larger groups and staying away from them is probably what I would be doing. Yeah, we we did. I mean, just to reiterate, if anyone's just joining us, we got new numbers this morning: three hundred and seventy-six infections added. Uh, 333 of those in the Daegu area, in North Gyeongsang, 26. In Seoul, five more added to the picture, which 
by my calculation, would take us up to 82. Um, and, uh, well, out of 3,526, as you pointed out, uh, BJ Trowbridge, it's, it's, it's heavily concentrated in the area where you live. Uh, That's exactly right, yeah. And, and, and yet, also here in Seoul, I'm wondering when my kids are going to actually go back to school. They're supposed to be um, starting the March semester. You must be wondering with your own job and with your own kids when life is going to go back to normal. Does it feel a bit like looking down from a high ladder? It's better just to keep <laughs> looking up rather than make yourself crazy thinking about that. That's an interesting point. Um, what has happened in terms of, at least in terms of education, is this. Uh, my school has, well, generally speaking, uh, public schools are out until the third week of March. So uh, there will be no classes until the third week of, the third week of March. Uh, for, for a couple of universities that I've heard of, and this might be in Seoul as well in other areas, they are moving to, uh, they're moving to an online learning format. Now what that entails, I don't know yet. Uh, my university, uh, we just received notification yesterday that, uh, we will be out of school. We will be, we won't be teaching until March 16th. Uh, we will then have an additional two weeks where we're not teaching. So this will take us to March 30th. And starting March 30th, starting on that day, there will be instituted an online classroom program where I will be teaching my regular classes through a virtual classroom. So the students and I will meet online, we will have our material, uh, and we will carry on much the same way as we would in a regular classroom, except we're all in the comfort of our own homes. So that's at the university level. Now, how this is going to affect high school and middle school elementary, I don't know. Yeah. The, 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 the most information I have is that the schools are out until the third week of, the third week of March. Uh, now, of course, that could change at a moment's notice. So by Monday or Tuesday, we could have an additional week added onto that. We have no idea. Yeah, I mean, some of the international schools here, I know, are already doing online lessons. For the education sector and mass to do that, it's it's a headache to arrange, certainly. And I, I don't know what the funding would be like to to adjust very quickly to that situation. Um, the uh, the other thing that you've done is uh, this Daegu Expat Group page, uh, a social media video, a thank you to medical staff working at the front line, which seems like a much more positive response than than people just chucking around blame at this point. Yeah, well, this was at the very beginning when we were still, I mean, the, the coronavirus had, had hit uh, Daegu it had been about a week, and quite honestly, there was a, a, a fair amount of uh, anxiety amongst the native, uh, with the foreign group here, uh, primarily because we're in a position where our jobs are not necessarily as secure. And so I think that was, uh, that was having a, a panic effect on 
uh, people who are working in hogwans, especially because they're private businesses, and those businesses, uh, not all of them are are huge uh, companies, uh, and so that was that was worrying a lot of people. And during this time, uh, I ha- I run a, a very I just started the YouTube channel. Uh, for my students, actually, at university in March. And you use uh, that to, platform to make the video. I'm sorry, because I'd love to hear more right. about that story, but we're, we've got to get going. Um, BJ oh, yes, Trowbridge, that's fine, that's fine. Um, thank you. And, and I'm sure thank you on behalf of all the people that you've taken the time to thank through that video. It's been good to have you with us on the line today, based in Daegu. Thank you very much, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Well, likewise, we'll get back to our latest hourly bulletin for now.